This podcast contains content and language not suitable for some listeners. Welcome to Oddities and Curiosities Spooky Stories bonus episode. A podcast about spooky shit, the paranormal, and other oddities sure to pique your curiosity. We are Amanda and Brittany. Spooky. It's spooky time. (laughs) Happy Halloween, oddballs. (laughs) What are y'all doing today? We need to see costume pics. Yeah. Well, we'll post ours. Oh, yeah. We We probably already did. Yeah. Yeah, this is maybe. Halloween. It is. It's coming out on this Halloween. Is Halloween? This, this is Halloween. 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 <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> We've never seen that movie before ever. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Um, speaking of that, have you heard the Panic at the Disco version of that song? <laughs> yes. It is fucking fab. Play it. Play it. Play it. Play it. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. So, hi. Hi. Giving you a special bonus episode with all of your listener stories. Yes, we are so excited. We got some really good ones. You guys are awesome for sharing your shit with us. (laughs) And not actual shit. Yes, we were so excited about that. Yeah, good job. So, um, I have a quick little funny to tell you guys, okay? Okay. So, um, sent out some reminders to people about sending in spooky stories. Yeah. And so I sent one to my mom because growing up, <laughs> me and my mom have always talked about spooky stuff. We like spooky stuff. Yes. So surely mom had something to contribute, right? Right. So <laughs> I send the text and I get a text back. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mom. I'm just laying it out that you don't listen anyway. Good grief. I'm just going to lay it all out there. Yeah. She <laughs> tells me, Brittany, I don't know how. You have an iPhone. Push the purple button. And search for oddities and curiosities. But whatever. Or purple and black. It's not hard to find. <sighs> whatever, Mom. Anyway, she love said, you. the only thing I can think of is I would always hear something call my name when we lived in Deep Valley. That's it. That's the extent of my mom's spooky story. Mom. So when she lived in this old house in Deep Valley in West Virginia, something called her name all the time. So that is spooky. And thank you, Mom. For your contribution. Was it a man or a woman? She just said something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need you to get your shit together. We need a little bit. And send a more comprehensive story. I mean, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of you guys get A pluses and gold stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we just need to jump right into it. Yeah. Oh, one of my stories, it's not really a full story, but there's a picture involved. And so we will post the pic on Halloween. So make sure you go to our socials for that, the mm-hmm. Facebook and the Instagram. Yeah, because we do have photos. Yeah, we got a photo. Oh, yeah, we have another have one, too. Sent us, she sent us a bunch. She's fabulous. Okay, y'all are all yeah. fucking fabulous. Yeah, thank okay. y'all so much. You did so good. <laughs> you totes understood the assignment. Definitely. <laughs> okay, so the first person, she sent two stories and a tidbit. Ooh, we like tidbits. Mm-hmm. The tidbit is what involves the picture. She is wanting to remain anonymous, though. Totally fine. So we'll just call her R. Okay. So the first thing R sent me was 
a picture that her cousin took when they went on a ghost tour. They went to the Baker Hotel Ghost Walk and Believe Boutique oh. in Mineral Wells, Texas. And this was several years ago. But they had taken a picture while they were there. Mm-hmm. And this message went along with it. And so we have a screen grab from it on Facebook. Okay. Um, so we'll be posting. Oh, yeah. But it says, for any of y'all looking at this, there isn't anything fake about it. And I don't think they did anything to make us feel like this could have been fabricated. My wife realized this photo existed about 30 to 45 minutes later. I was right there and noticed nothing out of the ordinary. And we were looking very hard. This picture looks like a fog or a mist surrounding a man with glowing eyes. Nope. It's kind of crazy. You want to see it again? Yes. Nope. It's fucking creepy. It's creepy. It is really, really freaking creepy. But we're totes going to share that with you because Mm -hmm. what in the actual fuck is it? What is it? I'm scared to look like really close. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I saw enough. I saw enough. I saw enough. It's real. It's it's not fake. So we're going to share that with you guys so you can be the judge. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and jump right into ours first story. She said, my mother bought my sis and I a Ouija board. Oh, We were being kids, not realizing that we were opening the door to a demonic realm. You can ask my mom. Weird things were happening at home. She and I both saw very dark spirits in our old house, and I promise you we are not crazy. She told my aunt about it, and my aunt told her to get the board out of there now because it was witchcraft, and we were basically summoning the demonic and letting those spirits in our home. My mom went back to our old house about five years ago. She said she told the girl she was just reminiscing and wanted to stop and say hi. The lady invited her in. My mom said the spirits that we saw were coming around every corner of the house. She said it freaked her out so bad, and she couldn't get out of there fast enough. We both saw the same faces. We don't talk about that with anybody either. It's crazy stuff. Uh, Hope that helps. (laughs) So that's the end of her first story. Oh, my God. Thank you, R. Uh, Ouija boards are scary if you don't use them properly. Use them properly. Use them properly. If you you don't know what you're doing, don't say, Mm -mm. oh, fuck it. Let's just do it anyway. No. Always close your sessions, people. At least do that. Close your sessions. Google how to close a Ouija board session. Mm-hmm. It'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And God, don't buy Ouija boards for kids. No. Y'all, y'all know better than that. Well, we know that now when mm-hmm. they came out, I mean, when we were younger, it was like really super popular. I don't mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't. That's true. I mean, oh, they still I don't know are how they, old you are, but. They sell them everywhere. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Okay. R has another story for us. Mm-hmm. This one's kind of cray. Okay. Buckle up, people. All right. I was 14. Went to church with Mama and Papa a lot growing up. This was at... I'm not going to tell you all the name of the church. (laughs) (laughs) Also, was the pastor. (laughs) My friend M and I were sitting close to the back. The pastor was preaching pretty hard, and all of a sudden, you hear this man literally roar and saying all kinds of crap you couldn't understand. The lights in the church started flickering a lot. 
like not normal flickering. We looked over and he was literally climbing up the wall like a spider. Oh, um, no. no, thank you, please. <laughs> I am out on that. He looked back at us and his face was red like the devil. His teeth were like growling. Uh-uh. All the elder uh-uh. men of the church ran to him and started praying and laying hands on him. They got him to the floor and basically cast demons out of him. He started vomiting. Then he got quiet like he passed out. All you could hear was the men praying in tongues over him. Next thing, he sat up and he was weeping so hard. Then he lifted his hands and started praying in tongues. Yep, I was there. The lights stopped flickering and Em and I came out from under the pew that we were hiding under. My dad said he didn't want me going back because it had me real freaked out. Now I understand what was happening. And then she says, Dad said it was a cult, and I wasn't going back. Some people might say <laughs> might say that, but it's not. I saw what happened. He just didn't understand all of that back then, but he does now. He still says he don't want no part of it. Nope. Uh, me neither. And I wouldn't let you go back either. Nope. Nope. Not going back. You're grounded from church. <laughs> You're not going back there. <laughs> I like bleep church. That's great. Yeah. So, thank you, R, for your contribution to Spooky Stories. That was freaking great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, my God. Okay. My turn. Okay. My story is from Bambi Irvin. Thank you, Bambi. Thanks, Bambi. Living a couple hundred yards from Tala. Is that how you say it? T-A-L-A? Yeah. Um, she's had several experiences, but I will tell the most dramatic because hello, drama. Thank you. Years before ne- moving nearby, I can't recall the year, but I want to say it was 2010. I attended a Battle of the Bands thing at the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Whoop, whoop. Tala, maybe, as we lovingly call her. During that, we were able to do tours and stay in the better areas overnight. I am fucking Fuck here for yes. this. I'm here for all the things. The yeah. Battle of the Bands and the overnight trip to the Looney Bin. Oh my god, that would be so much fun. Girl! Yes. Where you at? Let's hang out. Okay, so a group of friends and I decided to do a night tour before we decided if we wanted to do the entire night stay. Wise. Being an empath, I'm pretty cautious and have to gauge what I can and cannot leave myself open for. Agreed. Same. This particular night, I was feeling pretty secure in my guards, so I decided I would at least do the tour. Mm-hmm. We went to all the main areas. It was dark, and we all had flashlights. The two guys explained some history and such as we went along. It was a pretty basic tour until we got to a hallway leading to a large open area. I felt uneasy and nauseous immediately. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. not good. No, time to go. One of the guys began to talk about the black mass or shadow man. Yes, the demon. Mm-hmm. The further in we walked and more he talked, the worse I felt. So much so that one of the people in my group noted that I had been repeatedly clearing my throat and asked if I was okay. I remember feeling just dread, like my energy had been sucked out of me. I'm used to to the energy drain during these things, but it's usually is after the experience and usually just gives me a headache and makes me feel exhausted. Yes. 
but this wasn't that. I felt like someone was slowly pouring sand into my mouth and throat. That's not Mm -mm. okay. No. Like it was slowly filling. I could breathe out, but I could not clear it. By the time we reached the short walk to the large open room, I was coughing nonstop and almost gasping for breath. Girl. We entered, and I literally could not breathe. I handed my camera off to a friend and had to back out of the room into the hall where it eased slightly. She managed to snap some photos for me, knowing I would be livid if I didn't get something out of this besides feeling miserable. Mm -hmm. Once they were done there, we went out of that area, and I was regaining myself the further away we got. We went up to Miss Lily's room. Oh. Oh. Where we were able to attempt to interact with her. Yes. Did you take your toys? Oh, my gosh. And Cracker Jacks? Oh. That's the one <laughs> yes. that wants Cracker Jacks. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. Like, I've heard that they don't let y'all go in that all the time. Yeah. So, that's, that's freaking game. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, I felt wonderful there. Yay. Just uneasy. Understandable. But at peace and had recovered fine until I didn't. I was sitting in the hall side of her doorway, cross-legged, facing her room. I was speaking to her, hoping she would come and see us. We began to play the flashlight game where we asked her to turn it on and off, or um, which she did. We got so excited. We left her a stuffed pig. Oh, thanks her for playing with us. I couldn't breathe, like instantly choking and gasping. We got to the end of the hall and it eased. I was sent down the stairs first to get out. Once outside, I was fine. Just exhausted. It was one of my biggest experiences of my life. The tour guide said that some have said the shadow man has been known to harass Lily and anyone in her room. Mm. I fully believe this to be true. I also believe that he was trying to enter and take over my body that night. Oh, no. I had my wall down and let myself open to the experience. I have not done that since. I don't think I will again. No, honey, I don't think you should. No. Wow, that was really good, though. Yes. Thank you for sharing that with us. Oh. I mean, I've felt the heaviness before, but I've never felt something that extreme. I never felt like I was choking. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Wow. Maybe. Maybe he was. Demon. Mm. (laughs) Oh. Go away, Shadow Man. And Miss Baby was really kind enough to send us, let's see, one, two, like nine photos. At least nine. She's a great photographer, though. Um, They are fantastic. Thank you for getting all of these photos. Definitely worth it. I would have been pissed, too. Mm-hmm. So thank you to your friend that took over. Yes. Good job, friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was so great. That was really good. All right, your turn. Okay, my next one I'm going to read mm-hmm. is spooky in a different way. This one was a true crime type submission. Ooh. So, no ghosties in this one, but still some creepies. So, it's real, though. <laughs> like, real, Shit's real. It's real. Shit's real. Okay. This came from a listener named Nicole Kinzer. Oh, hey, Nicole. Yes, thank you, Nicole. She's uh, super active on our Facebook. Yeah. We love reading her comments. She's okay. great. Thank you. So, here we go. She says, It started out with a normal trip to the mall with my mom and little sister. I was eight years old and my sister was six. It was a typical August day in Virginia, hot and steamy, 
So when my mom parked our 86 Volvo station wagon, that's fabulous, she left the windows open just a bit. We had been at the mall a little while, long enough to acquire some shopping bags, when we had some kind of argument. I don't remember what it was about, but it made my little eight-year-old self very angry, and I decided to march back to the car in protest. Me and He-Man are out. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I probably announced what I was doing, saying something to the effect of, I'm leaving, but obviously my mom didn't hear me because she didn't follow me. (laughs) I noticed that she wasn't following, but it didn't stop me because I was pissed and I was going to show her. (laughs) So you are a sassy eight-year-old. I'm here for this shit. Uh I would just storm back to the car and wait there until they noticed I was gone. So, this little eight-year-old girl defiantly marches back to the parking lot, sticks her skinny little arm into the inches-wide window opening, and lifts the lock to open the door. I was able to get back into the locked car without a key, and I just sat there in fury, stewing about how angry I was with my mom and little sister for not going along with whatever it was I wanted at the time. I probably wanted to go to a store they didn't want to go to or something lame like that. Kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. (laughs) I sat there for probably a few minutes before a car pulled up and parked next to me. There were other parking spaces in the lot, but this guy chose the spot right next to me to park. And he didn't get out of his car. No. He just parked and sat there. No. After about five minutes, it started to seem suspicious. Like, why was this 30-something-year-old man just chilling in his car on a hot August day right next to an eight-year-old girl who was all alone? Same. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was still feeling angry, and I was suspicious of this man having been taught about stranger danger and all that at the obligatory school assemblies. Mm -hmm, Good job. So I decided to give him a little demonstration of what he might have to deal with if he tried to mess with me. (laughs) Okay, so um, I I read this earlier. Yeah. Queen. (laughs) She was a little eight-year-old queen. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I picked up an ice scraper that my parents kept in the car and fixed an angry scallop on my face. I wielded the ice scraper like a weapon, slashing the air with it and throwing punches like I was pretending to fight an invisible attacker. <laughs> Girl, get I it. love this. That is so, so clever. <laughs> that is so clever. That really is. Good job. I knew I probably looked really strange, but I wanted to send this creep the message that I would not be an easy target. Good job. We both remained in our separate vehicles for over 10 minutes, just sitting in the midday August sun in parked cars, which is definitely not something anyone ever does on purpose. Yeah, because you're from the South. We yeah. don't do that shit. No, down no, there. no, no, no. Not a good idea. Finally, after maybe about 15 to 20 minutes of this, the guy backed his car out and just left. He never got out of the vehicle, just sat beside this little eight-year-old girl like a creep the whole time until I guess he decided it wasn't worth it. My mom and sister returned to the car about five minutes after he left. I guess they either finally noticed I was gone or got tired of shopping. LOL. (laughs) Lol. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nobody said a word to me about why I had gone back to the car on my own. And to this day, I have never told anyone else about the possible attempted abduction. Well... Yeah. You just did. Thanks for sharing with us. Wow, thank you. (laughs) She said, I wrote about it in my diary when I got home, and that's how I remember the date. 8888. Holy shit. And then, okay, this part is so fucking cool. I have a photographic memory. Mm. Uh, Not me. That is really fucking cool. I love it. Especially regarding letters and numbers, including dates and times. And I'm always able to guess what time it is within a few minutes of the correct time. Same. So forever afterwards, not me. I can't remember. Oh, I can do that. Thing. I can do that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. 
So forever afterwards, I remembered the day and the date of the incident and always associated the number eight with bad luck because of the near abduction. But then I started thinking maybe eight is actually good luck. Mm -hmm. After all, I wasn't actually abducted, and this was probably the first time in my life my feisty attitude actually saved me. Love the podcast, and I hope the story makes the cut. It might not be the spookiest, but it definitely spooked me back in 1988. And to this day, I remember it as clearly as it happened last year. Wow. That was fantastic. I cannot believe you shared that with us. I'm honored. I know. Good job, Queen, for being aware of your surroundings. Be at a freaking psycho. Fucking years old. Yes. And be crazy. Be crazy. Wow. Save yourself. What do they say on fucking Crime Junkie? Be weird and stay alive. Yes. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Good job. I mean, j- mm, take notes. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. All right. The next spooky story comes to us from Karma Braswell Hilton. Hi, Karma. Hi, Karma. Thank you so much for sending us a story and a photo. Love it. And <laughs> she and she put emojis in her story. Oh, love emojis. Well, so did Baby. So, okay. You guys are awesome. I love emojis. She says, okay, so this is from my brother, Ray Seconder. He wrote this when he was in high school. At the time, they, which is my dad, stepmom, Ray, and little sister, Candy, we're living in North Little Rock, Arkansas. There I was love a Little Rock. I know. <laughs> Sorry. It's fantastic. <laughs> there was a wooded area. Yes. <laughs> There's a few of those. Lots. With trails that him and his friends used that his that had his um this feeling presence or something. Then his cats started coming up missing, so he oh, wrote this no. poem. It was our little sister's and is my favorite poem of his. So, on honor of my dad and Candy, who we lost last year. Oh, I'm so freaking sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And Ray, who um, had a B-Day in October. So, oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> I'm sending you guys some of my favorite spooky shit. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> oh, my God. With a ghost, um, a cat, a pumpkin, and a spider. Oh, yes. All right, I have the poem. Things are not what they seem, oh no. These words are not what they mean. They come from hell, hide in the trail, and laugh when I walk by. Only when I walk by. They follow me wherever I go. Why, I do not know. This is, and that is that. I know they ate my cats. They, oh no. They come from hell hidden in the trail and laugh when I walk by. Only when I walk by. Damn, bruh. Okay, that's spooky as fuck. That was really well. Stay written. off the fucking trail. Oh my god, don't stay off yeah, the trail. Don't go don't don't go in the trail. Keep don't, the cats don't. away from the trail. Oh my god. Keep Let- them inside, get them litter boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Holy shit. That was an awesome poem. <sighs> awesome. That was fabulous. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. So much. And I need to know more about this trail. I want to go. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I, I don't think I want to go. <laughs> but, um. I need, I need to know more about the trail. Oh, yeah. It, even if you just send us something so we can Google it privately, I want to know something about the trail. Yeah. We Elaborate. <laughs> just um, send us the info of where it is. And, uh. 
We'll take care of the rest. (laughs) (laughs) That was so great. Thank you for sharing. Happy birthday, Ray. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, that was awesome. Holy crap. Thank you, Karma. Karma's also very active on Facebook. Yes, she is. Thank you so much for that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so my next story is another anonymous. Mm. I know. We're going to call this listener K. All right. Okay, so she writes in, so when I was six, I lost both of my parents. Fuck. I know. Y'all. I'm so sorry, Sorry. It was weird. It was a weird, hard thing to deal with. Still Mm. is from time to time. I can only imagine. Yeah. I remember being in bed one night a few months afterwards trying to go to sleep. My door was the only one in the house that made any kind of noise when you opened it. I don't know why, but that night, my door was shut like usual, and it opened very slowly, but never made the noise. Okay. Then shut again. Nope. I felt weight on the side of my bed, looked, and there was my mom. She said, I'm sorry, but you will be okay. I love you. When I tell you I cried for days, I was so confused. I had that dream the other night, and then went to our storage unit to get something. I came across pictures of my parents that I never realized I had. (gasps) That's so amazing. Oh, wow. One night, my husband and I were sitting on our bed talking. All of a sudden, my charger block fell out of the wall. No one had moved or touched anything. I get it. You're still here. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh, my my goodness. That is the sweetest. I love that. Oh, my gosh. I love that they are still watching over you. That is beautiful. As creepy as it may be at times. Yeah. That is still amazing that they want you to know that they're watching. They love you that much. Oh, thank you for sharing that with us, Kay. Oh, my goodness. All right. So my last story comes to us from listener Andrew Dexter. All the way over in Wales. That's so cool. What's up? (laughs) Hi, Andrew. He sent us a message saying, if there is still time, please share. It's about the ghost of Gladstone Villa. He says it's truly a genuine personal experience that occurred in the former mining town of Bargoid in the Carfilly borough of the South Wales Valleys. From 1969 to the summer of 1978, My family, our friends, and I experienced phenomena that defied rational explanation. Very mild poltergeist activity, and there was the occasional sighting, but this was extremely rare. And so he told me just to basically Google it, and I was able to find his story, actually, through another podcast, Bizarre Tales, and they read his story word for word. So I kind of went from that and jotted it down, and they did a fantastic job. So bear with my shorthand. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to try to figure this out. So his family lived in the Gladstone Villa from 1969 to 1978. They experienced lights going on and off, electrical cables coming loose, like being pulled from the wall with no explanation. His grandfather had a glass bowl thrown at him. Oh, no. Um, There were sightings, but they were kind of rare. They more or less heard noises for Mm -hmm. the most part. One room it liked was in the main bedroom. They'd hear footsteps. Um, His grandfather was actually a retired miner. 
He loved old country songs, old country <laughs> western songs like Johnny okay. Cash and all that. All right. His grandmother was a little quirky. She loved to garden and she loved soap operas. I'm here for that. His mother and father met at the shop that they worked at. They actually worked different shifts. So he would go into work first and then he would make her like a cup of tea. Aww. And have it ready for her when she got to work. That's so How cute. How freaking sweet is that? They moved into the villa. He was born in August of 69. And it actually started right after that. Okay. It didn't like the baby. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So it started with small tappings, but then increased. One day they heard a sound like someone was jumping down from the attic. Like down onto the floor below. Oh. Um, and they all ran up there, but there was nobody there. But the attic door was open. Like the one that's a trap door, like in the that's ceiling. That's creepy. Yeah. That's not okay. That, that would be a little odd. Mm-hmm. My radar might go up a little bit. So, like I said, it occupied the main bedroom. That was his grandparents' room. They heard sounds of walking and, like, dragging. One day, his mom went up there to wake up his grandfather to go to work. And an ironing board was laid across his chest. That's weird. And when he woke up, he was like, um, I have no idea how this got here. He thought it was a prank. That's weird. He thought that Andrew's dad, his son-in-law, mm-hmm. was playing a prank on him. So What a weird prank. Yeah. That's I mean, that, that's, that's a little weird. Word spread that the house was haunted. His parents actually ended up separating in 72 and his dad moved out. Um, when Andrew was two, but he saw his dad every Saturday and, you know, they still had a relationship and everything. So it was great. Activity continued, but as he got older, he started to witness it himself. Mm -hmm. The lights, the cables, music turned on and off. TV would just turn off while his grandmother was watching her soap operas. I'd be pissed. Uh, That's not okay. No, that's not okay. They contacted the police, but the police just assumed it was a prank. Mm Mm-hmm. They contacted a family friend who just kind of came to check it out out of curiosity. And she was like, oh, you know, there might be something here. So they also contacted a medium. And the medium got involved and came to visit and said that there was a spirit there. Mm -hmm. Did a few things to get it to interact with him. And the spirit responded but wouldn't give a name. He said it was an earthbound spirit with unfinished business. He left for a bit... After they had the house blessed, but it did return, like, with a vengeance. Okay, because he was pissed. He was pissed. Watching TV one night, the grandmother was reading. Um, The whole family was in there. His mom saw a figure of a monk with no face. Um, He had a hood on, so she couldn't see the face. That's creepy. And they said it really sounded like a 16th century Benedictine monk. And I'm like, okay, that's very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a friend and co-worker of the grandfather that visited frequently. And he had his favorite spot by the fire that he would sit every time he came over. Mm-hmm. And Andrew was in there playing toys one day. And they were all just kind of hanging out. And they heard a loud bang upstairs. They all went to go check it out. But there was nothing there. Mm-hmm. One day, this friend also was there. And he just... I think he was talking to the grandfather, and he felt a presence brush past him. Nope. Mm -hmm. Uh, One day, Andrew was alone in that bedroom, and he felt something jump up on the bed. No, thank you. Like, it was enough where it moved the bed, like something 
Um, he ran to tell the family, and when they came back to look, they found distinct paw marks on the bed. The grandfather, he actually found this out, had a black lad named Tovey, and it had died before Andrew was born. So he oh. never even met that dog. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. The grandfather and Andrew's mom heard a baby crying off and on frequently. Okay. That's creepy. That's yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It, it really got so bad that the mom and the grandmother and Andrew started sleeping downstairs. Mm-hmm. And the grandfather stayed up in the bedroom. He was fearless. Good job, Gramps. I'd have been on the couch. He was standing his ground. Mm-hmm. So one night, the grandpa was sleeping. And he was awoken by something. But he could not move or speak. Like, sleep paralysis, pretty much. Yeah. He heard something in the room with him. No, thank you. Nope. Nope. Another instance where the grandmother went to go wake up the grandpa. Grandpa takes a lot of naps. I'm, I'm here for that, grandpa. Well, I think he worked a night shift. So, I, I understand that. I'd, I'd be sleeping all the time, too. You nap, Gramps. They had a bathroom in their bedroom. And when she went in there, the door opened by itself and shut. Kind of like what happened on yours. One day, she felt something pull at her foot. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. It was out of the covers, wasn't it? Her uh, foot was out of the covers. No, I think she was doing something, and she felt something tug at her foot. Uh, like, she was doing you, a chore. You gotta tuck them covers under your feet, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and don't fluff them. Dear God, uh-uh. when you're laying in the bed, don't don't, don't straighten the sheets out and no. fluff them. That ghost is gonna come up from no, your feet and get it's you. It's too late, then. Mm-hmm. It's too late. You're done. You don't fluff. Don't fluff. Just... <laughs> Words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen The Grudge? Just, just don't. You don't. Oh. We don't fluff. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, grabbed at her foot. They actually gave him the nickname Johnny. Okay. The father would shout out at Johnny and try to provoke him a little bit. Like, you motherfucker. I don't, I don't know if it was actually that. I'm just don't imagining. Don't Pagan's the ghost. Don't yeah, Zach don't. Bagans the ghost. <laughs> if you're really here, show yourself. <laughs> Zach, shut up. Go go Just away. Stop. Just stop. Stop it. It's it's enough. Go home to your demon. Make house. money off of your merch. <laughs> just just stop it. Calm down. We've seen enough. <laughs> um, okay, so the mother actually had foot surgery one time. And there was a nurse dressing her foot mm-hmm. in the home. And the nurse asked her if she would please not hold on to her like that. But she wasn't holding on to her. That's there not was okay. no way I was there. Mm-mm. It's not okay, friends. One night in the bedroom, Andrew needed to go to the bathroom. And for some reason, they were all kind of in there. I don't, it, it, I don't remember. So, the grandpa said, um, Johnny's behind the door. He's in there. That, that's why oh, you can't no. open it. They heard chanting coming from behind the door. Mm-mm. I'm out. And they, he said that was that. <laughs> they left in 78. Good. It was converted to Red Spark Hotel. They spent one more night before they left. And on the last night, they all experienced um, the doorknob turning. Like something was trying to get in. Yeah. Like you see in the movies. They heard all of their belongings in the hallway being thrown about. He was mad. He didn't want them to leave. Maybe not. 
He's like, I, I like haunting y'all. Y'all are my favorites. I thought we were family. <laughs> I thought we were cool. You called me Johnny. I know. You <laughs> gave me a name and everything. Now you're just going to leave me? Mm-hmm. He was upset. Oh, poor Johnny. He just wanted to have Not a- poor Johnny. He was fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> you did this to yourself, Johnny. Don't, don't talk to Johnny like that. Okay, I'm sorry. I take it back. Yeah, I'll you take it back. be careful. I'll take it back. They thought maybe it was the grandfather, but it was not. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, bro, I didn't do it. Um, Andrew did go back to the hotel for his 40th birthday in 2009. Happy belated 40th. Yeah. <laughs> and he talked to a couple of the staff members there, and they told him stories about ghosts. So it's still going on. They said room number five, they see a woman dressed in white. So he did a little bit of research on the building and found out it was built in the 1900s. He went to the library and found a whole bunch of stuff. In 1924, a newly married couple moved in there and ended up losing their four-month-old son. Oh, no. He died on the property. Okay. And then the mother also died in 1970. Okay. And that was the year after Andrew was born, and that's when all the stuff started happening. Maybe she's the woman in white. Maybe. I don't know. There was also a monastery there, too. <laughs> and that's that's why the monk? That would explain the monk. And now it's a hotel? And now it's a hotel. And so we're going to go sleep there? We're going to go. Okay. Yeah. And room five? Totes. Andrew, hook us up. <laughs> yep. We're going to Wales. <laughs> we're coming. Sure. That's what she said. It's all- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're traveling. We're, we're traveling. traveling. <laughs> And we're walking. We're walking. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Andrew, for sending that in. That was really good. Awesome. Definitely worth the Google. Okay. So this last story came from somebody close to me who said that they didn't mind if I shared their name. Mm-hmm. But I think that I am going to keep this anonymous Yeah, for him. Yeah. And so we will just call him Jay, and uh, here's his story. So this is the last one. I have only told this to a few people because it's really personal. I know what I saw, but it's hard to comprehend at the same time. I was a 19-year-old college student when my dad passed away. When he was diagnosed with cancer 10 years earlier, he told my mom, I don't have time to die. I've got three boys to raise. Unfortunately, the cemeteries are full of people who didn't have time. I was home visiting my mom, sleeping in my old bedroom. It had been about six months since my dad passed. I woke from a sound sleep with an odd feeling. I rolled over towards the doors and saw a figure in my doorway. It didn't freak me out because it wasn't a person. It was more like a shape, a shadowy outline of a person. I could make out the shape of the head and shoulders, then kind of shapeless to the floor. Like the shadow of someone standing wrapped in a blanket. The shape was very faint, so I start rubbing my eyes trying to get a clearer view. Then it suddenly hits me what is happening. I quickly sit up and say, Dad? I sit motionless for a second, staring at the shape a few feet away. As I pull the covers back, the figure slowly moves back out of the door. After walking around the house, I went to my mom. She was asleep, but I had to know. I asked her if she had looked in the door of my room a few minutes ago. She said she hadn't and asked if I was okay. I assured her I was fine and that I must have had a dream. I never told her any different. 
but I didn't have a dream. I saw what I saw. Yeah. The question is, what did I see? I believe that my father, who was so determined to raise his sons, came to check on his youngest boy one last time to make sure I was going to be okay. I know how it sounds, but I honestly don't care if anyone believes my story. But I know this. It happened. The few that have heard the story will tell you it has not changed a bit in 35 years. I love you, Dad. I believe it. I've teared up. Oh, my God. I think he was coming to check on you, too. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that story. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We definitely do. Are you okay over there? Yes, I got a personal was, for a second. That was... Thank you. That was a special story to share, so mm-hmm. I appreciate it, Jay, if you're listening or not. Yeah. You should. At least to this one. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you very much. To everybody. Wow. Yes. Those were great stories. Were this really, was a great really listener good. episode. Yeah. Wow. Very personal. Yeah. That we, yeah. we we had one personal one last year, but not not very many. This was Yeah, this this was really great. Like you guys are awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. Happy Halloween. Happy <laughs> Halloween, oddballs. <laughs> Check your candy. <laughs> Hope you got some good shit. Yeah. Nobody likes you enough to give you free drugs. There's no drugs in there. No. <laughs> Inflation. Mm-mm. Nah. They got to make that money, y'all. You guys share share pics of your Halloween costumes mm-hmm. with us. We'll share ours. We have this super awesome group costume planned I know, for I'm work. So excited. So, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll totally share that with you guys because we're winning first prize. Like, <laughs> if you're listening to this, we've probably already won first prize. At least in our minds. Yeah. (laughs) Which is where it counts. I will make myself a damn trophy. (laughs) Yes, we will. And we will go on a celebration lunch mimosa drink and binge afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it's Monday. No, it's Monday. We we didn't (laughs) And it's on Halloween. We have to take our kids trick or treat. Well. So we lied. But The weekend before. We will drink wine yes. in the pantry <laughs> and eat our kids' Halloween candy. <laughs> we will do that. My pantry doesn't lock. I'm going in the bathroom. <laughs> Mommy is a bit. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> we love you, oddballs. Happy Halloween and Happy Halloween. Happy humping. Happy humping. No, it's not. It's not hump day. It's not. But hump as you will. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we're leaving now. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook and Instagram for episode picks and announcements. Please rate and review on Apple, Spotify, and Facebook. We want to give a huge shout out to Stephen Goetzky for editing, Craig Weaver for music, and our very own Amanda Hagens for art.